right, welcome to another episode of Check the Text, and let's just dive right into today's uh, hopefully short episode, but uh, hopefully of a lot of value to you guys. So we are in post-COVID or interim COVID or during COVID, we, we still don't know, right? But we do know one thing, that in, in the Bible or as Christians, community is super important not just important but it's 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 part of who we are it's part of what god created us to be one of the problems that we've had or at least that we're able maybe during covid we were able to see is that there's uh there's a lot of us who who we believe in the concept of church but unfortunately we live out this very individualistic concept of church and you know you've heard it a lot podcasts here and there how how the church has shown a trend it's more of a consumer-based concept of church as in i go once a week somewhere i receive i consume and then i go i say hi to some people maybe here and there and then i disappear and then i get to see you again um one week later so you hear a lot of uh podcasts you hear a lot of uh teachings and stuff like that that focus on the reason why we come together once a week to worship and the main reason if we can just kind of shorten it or summarize that is to celebrate together to worship together under one spirit and worship the one and true god right we worship jesus christ together but if we are realistic about that that's only once a week and as important as that is it's still not enough to create a sense of community. I mean, we can argue for that, but when we look at Acts chapter 2, verse 46, it actually says, Every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Now, we can argue that that was the, you know, back in the day when the temple was there, there was a lot of times where people would come together, like the hour of prayer. There was also the hour, uh, the hour of sacrifice. And there were different times where people would come together at the temple. But if we, if we dig a little deeper into this, we will see that Christians, these are Christians, right? They've decided to follow Jesus. Once this temple is destroyed, the question is, did this custom of coming together, did it actually continue? Or was it just based on the rituals of the temple? Or was it just based on that? And we'd like to argue that it actually continued. It was it was a custom to come together. Now, people might say, well, that's just, we can't do that today, right? To come together absolutely every single day. So when we talk about this idea of small groups and we talk about coming together, we, we say, you know, we have this mentality that small groups do not work in, some, in certain churches. And I, I'd like to argue that as maybe small groups do not work because maybe we're doing small groups the wrong way. When we look at Hebrews 10.25, the author urges, right, the Christians to keep meeting together, right? Especially because they need encouragement. You know, he wasn't just talking about church services. He's talking about so they can encourage each other. They're going through persecution, etc. So it was a custom. It was important. This sense of community, in order for that to be sustainable, it had to happen. I mean, if we're talking about true community. In order for that to happen, it needed to we needed something to happen more than just once a week. 
And when we talk about small groups, a lot of people say, well, that doesn't work, right? Well, maybe because we've adapted an idea that meeting together or every time we meet together has to have in some way the exact same elements of when we come together once a week, whether, you know, when we come together on Sabbath to worship. So a lot of times these small groups are a replica of the Sabbath worship liturgy. In other words, maybe we don't do it exactly the same, but in a way it's kind of a replica because we still have someone, you know, read a scripture, we we, we pop in a sermon in the video, or we pop it in on YouTube, or someone gives out a sermon, someone gives out a lesson. And so we have this idea that small groups, uh, well, we don't have the idea in practice, small groups become just another service, right? Where we're just teaching or we're giving a sermon and and it all centers around that when we look at acts chapter uh two verses 42 it says they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer so a lot of times we miss out on this element of fellowship what if we came together sometimes just to fellowship right What if we had different types of small groups and we get out the idea that it has to be somehow, some way, a replica of the worship service? Now, as I I believe there should be some element, right, of prayer. There should be an element of of spiritual growth or even spiritual sharing, sharing the gospel some way, somehow. But we can do that not only through a seminar or not only through necessarily a sermon we can do that through fellowship through testimony through sitting down and and even though we, we should be intentional about what we do we don't necessarily have to be thinking about another church service as we do once a week now i'm not suggesting we meet every day maybe ideally that would be great because in order for a community to happen Uh, community centers around relationships in order for relationships to happen consistency and quality and quantity matter right you know if you see your wife or you just hang around once a week and you guys don't hang around the rest of the you know days then that's going to cause problems eventually the relationship so ideally it would be good every day it makes sense that they would come together every day and that's why they were pretty close but let's say we do small groups once or twice a week i'm not saying small groups is the only way but Coming together is the way of fostering community. So I just want to say this. We live in a busy world, right? And in a busy world, busyness has never been an excuse for whatever is priority, right? I'll say that again. Busyness is really never an excuse for what is priority. In other words, if something is priority in your life, no matter how busy you are, you will make time for it. You will make room for it. If it's not a priority, then it's easy to excuse it by saying that you're busy doing something else. But when something is a priority, you'll go out of your way to move around your schedule to do something in order to prioritize it. And if it's hard to do, you'll still do the difficult task of going through that because it is a priority. Now, the question is, is fostering community or should fostering community be a priority in churches? Well, yes. It should be. And we live in a world that, that, that I mean, we're just created with, with, with the need to be part of something bigger than ourselves, to be part of a community. And you go ahead, look, look at Twitch. I don't know how many of you know about Twitch, 
but Twitch has been out there for a while, and 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 gamers just come together. They look at someone's channel and they're chatting there, and then they're and they're having fun just looking at someone play the game, right? The video game or whatever game they're playing. I know there's Twitch for like chess and stuff like that, and it's crazy how people are building an audience off of that. Now I say an audience because um, I was listening to a podcast the other day between the difference between audience and community. Now there's other things out there, like for example, I don't know how many of you know about Discord, which fosters more community because it's more than looking at someone and more than focusing on what someone is doing, you share with one another. So Discord is more like, hey, let's hang out, let's all talk, let's all, you know, have have conversation, discussion, etc., or hang out, whatever you want to call it. So there's more of a community thing. Well, anyway, the world is doing this in so many ways. I mean, there, there's this need to 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 want to be part of a community, and the church has such a special message. We just created to be communal. We are communal beings. And yet we don't want to foster this. We always put an excuse, right? Like, no, no, coming together at the building once a week, that should be enough. And small groups here don't work. Maybe it's maybe there's two things. Maybe it doesn't work because you've done it the wrong way. Or two, maybe you are doing it the right way and it still doesn't work because we haven't been taught for it to be a priority in our lives. And if it's not a priority, we'll always excuse it. And according to the Bible, coming together or, or fostering community is a priority, fostering relationships. And that can only happen when we're intentional about that. Now, what things can you do? Well, what if you guys have book clubs? I know my wife, she has a book club. Works out great. It's a small community. They come together. They're reading a book, um, you know, on, on, on how to grow together. You, you could do a book club, come and read an awesome book together and then just kind of discuss it, right? Just kind of argue, just like a book club. But instead of just reading any book, you can read a book that, you know, is, is, is spiritual in nature and, and it'll help you grow and be edified as, as a church. You can have, you can even have some, some type of film club where you come and you watch short films. I know there's uh, a lot of resources out there like uh, Right Now Media where you pay a membership and you can watch these videos from some pastors who give like five, 10 minute devotionals. And then you guys can later discuss them. There's even and study guides for those you can just come to i don't know how many of you guys seen the chosen but chosen is one of the best series I've, i think i mean the it's one of the best series i've seen actually in general just, just series in general I, and i'm not just saying that because i'm a christian but on top of that is one of the best depictions of, of of jesus and and maybe just watching one of those um they're probably like 40 minutes 40 to 50 minutes and then later just having a few questions and 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 discussing it talking about it it really makes you think Maybe that could be your small group, but don't always think in sense of replicating a church service. The, the thing is, are you, is, is there a moment for fellowship? Is there a moment for prayer? Is there an opportunity to grow together um, through the apostles teaching, the apostles teaching, but it doesn't necessarily have to come in sense of, of a seminar or, or, or someone giving a sermon. And I hope that makes sense. And I hope that opens up some little ideas here and there for us to be able to um, just uh, be able to practice some of these things and maybe apply them in our churches. Or maybe you can start out something in your home. I don't know. Comment below to to share and see what what are you doing in your in your in your local church. And if this is something that maybe you'd like to try or maybe you think, no, it doesn't work. It just simply doesn't work. Let us know why. Maybe we can start that 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 talk. But I think it's important to at least um, venture out or, or at least, you know, be curious about it and, 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 and dive deeper into that conversation of 
the blessing of, of having a small group. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you guys can share this video and start the conversation. Uh, thank you again for joining Check the Test. Subscribe, share, like, and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.